Hello and welcome. I'm Al Barrows, and this is UFO Disclosure, the podcast that's meant to show an average person's reaction to UFO, UAP news from the internet, books, experiencers, and even our government. Today's podcast is going to be covering current events in UFOlogy, and joining me for that discussion is Diana Barrows. Hi, Diana. Thanks for being on UFO Disclosure. It's a pleasure to have you on. It's great to be here. So we'll be covering a number of events, starting out with Dr. Stephen Greer's historic The Lost Century and How to Reclaim It. It's a historic look at how greed and government and multinationals have kept free energy from us all these years. We'll be moving on to how there's been a momentum after Stephen Greer's uh, press club conference back in June the 12th, a momentum that is hopefully heading us more towards a resolution of the UFO phenomenon. And of course, we can't forget about the whistleblower, David Grush, that's been in the news so often, but we haven't heard about him lately. So we'll try and find out what the future holds for David Grush. And finally, the Las Vegas incident. Everyone's heard about that. Aliens landed in someone's backyard. Is it a true case of UFO sighting or just a distraction? Finally, we'll be talking about a viral video that came out on TikTok. So let's move on to the Lost Century trailer and how to reclaim it, because I think that the trailer itself is very self-explanatory. Okay, folks, this is the trailer to the Lost Century and how to reclaim it. Unidentified flying objects is an obfuscating term. This is an alternative energy and propulsion device. Between the late 1800s and now, the ingenious inventions and sciences have all been ruthlessly suppressed, confiscated. It reads like a James Bond movie, but it's real. It happened here in the United States. We master gravity control here on Earth, not extraterrestrial. These are projects that are off the radar, even of the people who manage the black project. When someone asks me how bad is the crisis, I kind of don't know where to begin. So there's something nefarious afoot. These technologies would end fossil fuels, pollution, and poverty overnight. That's pretty intriguing. This lost century of technologies that have existed, that have vanished, is the biggest cover-up and scandal in the history of the world. So that's the lost century and how to reclaim it. Uh, it's really well done and well worth seeing. Um, it's an eye-opening look at how multinationals and greed in government has kept uh, zero-point energy or free energy from most of us all these years and how 1% of the wealthy have kept <laughs> all these secrets to themselves, all this technology for their use. Three billion on earth still cook over open fires and there are 20 million still starving in Africa. All this yeah. could be remedied with that technology. Yeah, and I never realized insects were so important, but we've eradicated 80% of the insect population and species, uh, which is really due to pollution. And we need insects in the world. So, we really need to do something because zero point could help us with agriculture, desalination of water, and we could end world hunger and poverty, possibly. It's too bad that all these uh, technologies have been kept from us all these years. And 
this movie first uh, was shown back in June the 12th during uh, Stephen Greer's press club event that we covered in a previous podcast. He had uh, mentioned that he gave the government an archive. He called it the Disclosure Project Intelligence Archive. 33 years of evidence that he's accumulated, gave all this to the government so they know how to go after these unacknowledged secret access programs. There was also an attorney uh, that came out during the press club event, uh, Derek Garcia and his team, stating that they were organizing for a lawsuit under the RICO Act to go after these USAP programs. It was basically a call to action that Stephen Greer started there and got the ball rolling and created some sort of momentum where now we're seeing a bit of results in government. For example, on June the 21st, there was a new Senate intelligence bill that was passed, gives anyone holding non-Earth origin or UAP materials six months to turn it into Arrow or face legal action, or if they're working directly for the government, loss of funding. Then on June the 29th, Sen Senator Gillibrand announced that she had finally secured full funding for Arrow, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. And this is after years of her and Marco Rubio uh, failing to do so. Coming up on August the 1st, uh, Arrow's having a briefing, and uh, it should be interesting to see what the director, uh, Sean Kirkpatrick, says about uh, David Grush, the whistleblower's allegations that he went to Arrow first and nothing was done about his testimony. Uh, during this uh, Arrow briefing, you should also be talking about some blurry orbs or cylindrical spheres that uh, he has a tape of flying around Area 51. So that's, that should be that's interesting fascinating. to see. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, NASA, which has also been charged with studying the UAP um, phenomena, has a final report at the end of this month, July, but it's unlikely that they'll have anything significant to say since they recently said they haven't found any evidence of ET life or any UAPs, which is hard to believe, but it it's sure a statement is. they put out there. So the two provisions that I think stand out for me that came out of all the efforts uh, on Dr. Greer's part are the National Defense Authorization Act and the Intelligence Authorization Act. Uh, the last one, the Intelligence Authorization Act, is the one that I mentioned that requires anyone holding UAP materials to turn them into Arrow or face mm -hmm. legal action. And then the uh, second one, the National Defense Authorization Act, protects whistleblowers if they've mm -hmm. signed a non-disclosure agreement. And speaking of whistleblowers, uh, we have to talk about David Grush, who is a 14-year veteran of the Air Force. Um, he came out recently saying that he has knowledge of and he knows of people that are back engineering UFO materials. Mm -hmm. And he initially went to uh, the Department of Defense, told them they retaliated against him, and he was forced to open up a, a whistleblower uh, investigation that's ongoing now. Mm -hmm. So... Um, his story was written up by the same writers that wrote up the Tic Tac uh, 2017 article in the New York Times, Blumenthal and Kane. Mm -hmm. Now, um, Rush had to go to the Department of Defense before actually going public. So we don't know whether what he's saying is only what Department of Defense is approved or is he coming clean? 
In other words, is he a disinformation agent? And on top of that, as I mentioned, there's an ongoing investigation, which probably prohibits him from saying a lot. So um, mm -hmm. what's upcoming for Grush might be muted. I mean, how much is he going to be able to tell uh, Congress during these hearings? Right. There are just a lot of questions around this whole thing uh, in general uh, and that I'm wondering about because I know one thing for sure. Because of his positions in these organizations that he's been in, he had access to information, whether it was firsthand knowledge, experience, or secondhand, he had access to information, exposure. So he has to know whether he's going to uh, really come out and expose everything. That I'm, I'm confused about because, like you said, there are competing uh, hearings and meetings going on that could limit his ability. So is this a strategy on the government's part or is it his strategy? I don't know. Is this all for show? I'm a little confused. Um, good point. And um, I believe that um, time will tell. Um, it's interesting that he came out when he did. And yeah. We'll see what happens in the Senate hearings, um, but it is encouraging that he came out and he took a risk, and it might encourage other people to do the same. Right. Definitely something's going on. People are talking, and there's more information than ever out there. I know that uh, since the National um, Defense Authorization Act came out, it acts as a protective bill that allows people to come out and come forward and be protected. And there also seems to be encouraging movement within the government. Some people in the government that really seem to want to unravel this whole UFO mm -hmm. phenomenon. Moving yeah. on, I think that uh, we should probably talk about a lighter subject. Yeah, it was in the headlines a lot, and I thought that it deserved a second look here, especially since mm -hmm. um, one of the main eyewitnesses, Angel here, decided mm -hmm. to make his own video to right. give his own story since um, it was covered by most of the news channels. So without further ado, here's Angel, the Las Vegas incident. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my channel. This is my first video. I'm here to tell you what happened to me on May 1st, 2023. I'm gonna try to explain the best of my abilities. This is not a conspiracy theory. I'm not making this story out for cloud or fame. I just want to tell you what happened to me and my family. And I know some people are not gonna believe this, but each person is different. So this is what happened to me. Keep in mind, this is midnight and I'm fixing a truck in my backyard. That At this strange. point, I'm only with my brother, and I hear something fall from the sky. I turn around. The only thing I, I see is a big light falling from the sky, and moments after, I feel a big impact and a, and a bang, sort of like a big impact fall. And me and my brother looked at each other, and we were scared, but, the, but when the impact happened, it was sort of like a shock wave, like an out-of-body experience. So to say, when I tried to look at the object, it was all blurry, not my vision, but only the backyard area. And I hear thousands of footsteps around me and maybe a couple seconds later, the blurriness was gone. And here's, here's the footage of the body, the, 
police officer's body cam. And here's the object I'm the object I'm referring to, the light. Video. Look for the UFO streaking across the sky. Yeah, that's uh, fascinating the way it looks. Here's a ring camera video. You can hear the bang. This is around the neighborhood. So here's the video. I don't know how they would fake that. No, that's definitely a loud impact. That sounds natural. So when that happened, the only thing I can see in the backyard is a tall creature, probably around eight, 10 feet tall, very thin. So I called my dad. He went to the backyard and he saw the same thing, the same creature I saw. He told me to go inside the house. At this point, we all freaking out, me and my family. And here's the video where we were in the backyard area. You can see, you cannot see it too good, but on camera, but it's there. Here's a video. I'm pausing it because they're looking at the alien, but we can't see it in this mm -hmm. shot. This is Angel with the red cap. He was speaking just before. This is his father. I'm going to scroll mm -hmm. down to get a view of the alien. Mm -hmm. This is what they're looking at. This is right. Angel with the red cap. This is his father. Yeah, and I just want to clarify, this is not a photograph. This is a snapshot of the video, which is different. It's easier to Photoshop a photograph than a video. Right. So this is the eight to eight, eight to ten foot, uh, very thin alien that he had mentioned before. This is another alien, but it's a bit blurry. You can't really make it out. So just to go back, you can see that it's the same image. And you can't see what's going on back there. But in this shot, you can see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when so you I blow it up. Yeah, I can't, uh, I couldn't see this anywhere else. So I thought that um, I should put this on the podcast. Uh, any of the news reports, they never showed this shot. Um, soon after this, there were a lot of copycat uh, videos that came out. And fortunately, that, yeah. that tends to Can happen. I? Yeah. Yeah. Can I comment on this a mm -hmm. little bit? Because I read a lot of news reports. I, I saw a lot of clips by different news programs, ABC and CBS in different states. And what I found most compelling was the statement one of the newscasters made at the end when they were wrapping up after showing the video, he said that there was a black, many people reported a black SUV circling the area after the impact. And, um, and he said, these black SUVs are known for doing recovery, reconnaissance, like they recover debris. Um, that's one thing that I found really fascinating. The other thing was that when I was watching the video footage that the police officer took, when you saw that uh, fireball coming down, right. the energy and light and fire around it was just like the plasma uh, energy that surrounds uh, UFOs and UAPs that they showed in other videos like full disc, the last century. Um, and they've described that as a pl plasma energy field that powers the ship. Hmm. That's interesting. I um, hadn't realized that. I know that uh, I read that there were at least 20 witnesses that saw the craft as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it, there's been a lot of talk in the UFO community. It's caused uh, various opinions. Um, it also has led to a lot of copycat videos. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm thinking of in particular, 
is a viral video that came out on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and show it here. Yeah, you're referring to the one in New York. Exactly. Yeah. That was a weird one. I think that um, a lot of people like to copy what they've seen and and get involved in the drama and the sensation and get attention. So can you, can you see what I'm looking at? <clears throat> yes, I can see it. I don't know why the screen looks the way it does, but yeah. Well, well, it looks like it's the view from a phone, and and um. Well, first of all, I think that the suspense music is makes this kind of shady and weird. Also, there you said there was a flashlight. Uh, yeah, a flashlight and focusing. A phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How often do you have that available? Yeah. And um, you don't really see anything clearly. But they they kind of it's almost like gaslighting. They keep focusing the okay, flashlight the around, and you'll uh -huh. see the alien walking by in just a moment. Yeah. It's the best view. I just want okay. to point that out. Mm -hmm. There he is. Hmm. So that looks like a small person dressed in black with a mask on. Yeah. TV. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I just find the whole thing suspicious because why add on suspicious uh, that. Uh, suspenseful music to to natural footage of something you're claiming you witnessed that makes right. it look not serious at all yeah it's too polished uh, yeah it's like they're trying to make a, a movie well it, to me yeah it's not polished it's hokey to me like hokey why do you add music to it it's supposed to be an an event you witnessed so why would you put music to it Exactly. But I thought uh, it deserved uh, showing because yeah. it's gone viral and it's gotten over 500,000 views. Um, yeah. There have been several others as well. That's a lot of attention. <laughs> it just muddies the water. It makes it yeah. difficult for those of us that really want to get at the truth. Yeah. And um, it's what they call, I guess, disinformation. It's part of this mm -hmm. information campaign. Um. I want to remind everyone that uh, the lost century and how to reclaim it. Uh, you can see that uh, online. It's, uh, I think everyone should see it. It's uh, about how corruption in government and uh, greedy uh, multinationals have kept free energy from us. Um, I enjoyed our talk today, Diana, and thank you for going over these uh, videos. Happy with to me be here and talking about the whistleblower and all the government uh, momentum after uh, the press club event on june the 12th um mm -hmm. i'm al barrows this is your full disclosure thanks again diana and i want to thank all my viewers keep looking up at the sky and keep searching for the truth thank you for watching